0: You're listening to the Can't Sell This podcast, dedicated to projects past that never saw the light of day. With your hosts, Hugh Elliott and Stefan Granbar. So, Fan, this
1: is an exciting time. We're recording in an actual studio, Studio 306. We've hit the big times. We are paying for the big times, (laughs) (laughs) as opposed to situations in which we discovered that we have been misaligning our microphones this entire time.
0: I, I feel like I've learned a lot in the first 15 minutes of being here.
1: We've is... already um, made back the money we're spending yes. by recording, yes, which I we think is the important part. Absolutely. However, I am as excited as I could possibly be to record sitting across from you and sound amazing. <laughs> <laughs> So this is Studio 306. It's downtown Toronto. It's uh, sort of near Sherbourne and College, Carlton kind of uh, area. It's it's super cool. It's not necessarily halfway between you and I, but it is, you know, yeah, it's generally, yeah. you know, easy to Centrally access. Centrally located. And it's uh, recorded, uh, engineered by a, a really old and a dear friend of mine, Jeff Wright, who is the recording engineer who also did the voice uh, track for our intro.
0: Dude, I'm not that old.
1: Mm, dear friend oh there you go dear friend Jeff and uh uh, he's known me longer than I have because he was born one whole month earlier than I was
0: (laughs) so he's known you longer than you've known him yeah I've learned a lot in that month (laughs) uh so I I am
1: very excited because this this is leading us to a, a a whole new stage in the podcast um we have recorded I don't know, a bunch of episodes uh, between the two of us uh, that I I really have enjoyed. Me too. But I, I always worried that it wasn't as cool as it could be because it was never recorded in a cool studio. And, and, and the idea that the next stage is going to involve uh, guests, potentially. Right. And uh, for us to have guests and to have good quality audio... It would be amazing to be able to use a studio or book a studio and and to have access to something like this is uh, beyond my imagination. Right. It just feels like
0: the logical evolution, like the next step of where we needed to go. To start paying for things. To start paying for things. As opposed to just doing stuff for free. Yeah. I mean, we did have and we still kind of have this um, philosophy of just keep moving it forward. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really smart. I think that's gotten us to where we are now yes uh and i feel like now we're at this point where okay we can start paying for some things we can start booking time in the studio uh and and especially i think bringing in guests because things i think would get pretty repetitive and boring if it was just always curled up in an afghan (laughs)
1: couch. (laughs) all right so listen i i as much as I, I want to keep this conversation going in this direction, I really think we should be uh, discussing what I want to talk about and Stefan. hmm Here's what... Oh, oh, we forgot to do it. I am one of your hosts, Hugh Elliott. And I am another one of your hosts,
0: Stefan Grambart.
1: And I am so happy that we're doing this today. Me too. And here's where I want to go, Stefan. We, okay. we,
0: we talked briefly
1: about what I want to accomplish today. And uh I'm 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 excited because two days ago I had this whole idea for a scene for Frankenstein's monster in a car oh. on a stakeout in the the setting of Black Creek. Nice and okay. it involved the invisible man and a whole I honestly I, I just I had written the whole scene in my head and I wish I'd had time to write the scene, but I was I was I got busy today and I, I didn't get a chance. But um, I want to about- play you yeah. through it because I, I really think that uh, during the episode, Black Creek episode, I was sold, 100% sold on, it's got to be two things, okay. right? The comedy yeah. is like a cartoon, Frank and the monsters and yada, yada, yada. They're all roommates. And it's, it's fucking hilarious. Frank and the monsters and it's hilarious. And then, you know, there's the drama, which is Frank, the detective, he's searching for the disappearance of Dracula. Right. I believe that was the concept. Of it was history.
0: Dracula or, or or like Dr. Frankenstein something. Something something is a that's called him back to Black Creek. Right. And he is
1: an established detective in some big city. Right. He's been brought back to Podunk, Transylvania. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Podunk. I'm going to blow this popsicle stand. Yeah. But that's not right. So, you know, the the concept that I started to build in my head was that he was actually an accomplished detective okay and he uh was from someplace like chicago and you know he still was like a you know but he'd, he'd gotten past a lot of his baser instincts which are like i'm afraid of fire like if someone lights a match he doesn't freak out right 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 okay so he had trained himself after a couple hundred years of being or you know however long that is uh from his inception to now uh he trained himself to ignore his base instincts. Right. And, and he learned how to be a detective. Because, I mean, he's got the brain of something in him, you know? Mm-hmm. So the, the idea was, in my head, was that he was an actual detective. And when he got the call, oh, hey, you know, your creator is missing, which is an awesome direction to go in. Mm-hmm. Is like, hey, Frankenstein's actually gone. Dr. Frankenstein's gone. And he says, I guess I need to... Go back to Transylvania, or I assume Transylvania. Yeah, because you know? yeah, yeah, that's pretty. where all monsters are from. Which is, I'm sorry, Transylvanians. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently, it's not fair to Transylvanians yeah, that no. that they've been pegged as the the location for. Because there is a Transylvania. Yeah, home of monsters. Home of monsters. And I don't think they put that on their welcome sign. No, they... welcome to Transylvania. <laughs> home of monsters. <laughs> home of monsters. That's not fair. I'm that's pretty not fair. Sure because sure they also they're sure. the home of really nice pie. <laughs> we also make good meat pie. Good <laughs> <The> meat pie. <laughs> it's <laughs> primarily goat. That's not. I don't know what the at all. <laughs> well, I assume Transylvanian. Have you ever been? I've been no. to Pennsylvania. No, that's not the same
0: thing at all. There, as a kid, I thought it was Quakers.
1: Oh, oh my God. Okay, I don't want to – this is a digression that leads us down. Did, so when you went to Pennsylvania, you really thought you yes. were going to be like songs, yeah. monsters.
0: And it was it was lightning, thunderstorm, heavy rains, and I'm in the backseat of my parents' car, scared out of my wits. In the 70s. Out of my wits. Oh, my Because I was pretty sure Dracula's stagecoach was going to come up next to our car and ghosts were going to oh, haunt me. wow. But what are in
1: what are what is in Pennsylvania Quakers or something? Yeah, no, well, Quakers. my parents that went. Be oh, that's Pennsylvania.
0: We're in Pennsylvania. It's like, oh. and I'm like, oh, okay, nap time. <laughs> nap
1: time. Pennsylvania <laughs> <laughs> involved. That's all I care yeah. about. What about Castlevania? So anyway, so <laughs> let's let's just we're gonna move off of that. I, I was I was interested. Now I'm done. So uh, Frank, I'm gonna say Frank, Detective yep. Frank, and Stein. Mm-hmm. is brought back to Transylvania to solve the disappearance of Dr. Frankenstein. Right. And in the meantime, he is, you know, hasn't found a place, and he's staying with, you know, the wolfman, the mummy, and... Yeah. Who's the... The, the, <laughs> the, the creature
0: from the Black Lagoon. Black Lagoon. Yeah, creature. creature. Right. So, and that's, that's exactly how I always saw it, was yeah, that these right. were his, like, old friends. Um, he's sort of left and made something of himself they're still stuck in their old black creek ways mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you can't lean over too much i, I cannot guess. <laughs> i'm not moving there's nothing wrong with being stock still but also speaking <laughs> <laughs> don't stare at me like that it makes me uncomfortable so yeah so i at the time i remember i remember being very adamant that this was two ideas right right or, or specifically that that you could blend from one into the other, but they were two separate shows. The longer I thought about it, the more I thought, no, this is one show. Okay, great. But like, Frankenstein is the straight man. Yes, and every other character yeah. is a comedic element, just to kind of mess with the straight man, but still, you know, furthering the goal. There are other elements that like, so, but every other monster is a joke. Right. Right. So right, like. Right. So I had this oh, okay so let me let me run you through this scene okay because it's where've I've completely turned my head on this this whole scenario Frankenstein's monster Frank right I'm gonna call him Frank from now on okay Frank is in the car and he is um on a stakeout
0: the All back right. door
1: of the car opens and shuts no one gets in and he goes Marv, Marv. and Marv is the invisible man okay Marvin we call okay. him Marvin. Okay. So then, Marv says, "Oh, you always know it's me." He's like, "Well, yo, yeah, you, make door, right?" So like, he's oh, he still kind of talks like a you know Frankenstein's monster, but he's mm. smartish. You know, okay. I didn't want him to be like, "I've got everything sorted out." You know, I wanted him to be like, "You know, he's still smart, but still talks." like Frank You can totally disagree with that. I can see the skepticism on your face.
0: No, it's not skepticism. It's more, it's not something I had considered and okay. now I'm actually considering. It. So,
1: here's the thing about okay. Marv and right. I had said this a while back was that Marv knew everything. Mm-hmm. Right? But maybe Marv isn't The guy who knows everything, he's the CI. He's the confidential informant. So basically, he can know everything. He just has to be promoted. He has 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 to to be be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Because what I had said was maybe he knows everything and you just never asked him. But instead, maybe he gets asked to do stuff. Right? So he's kind of not a great guy. Because we already established that the invisible man's going to be a dick. Right. So there's the identification of Marv getting in the seat. And then he goes, uh, "Mm, smell. He goes, oh yeah, I took this jacket off a hobo because I'm cold, you know, and <laughs> goes, no sea coat. He goes, well, yeah, because the closer it gets my body, the, the, the more, more invisible, invisible it gets, so it's invisible. <laughs> and so I had this whole idea of them having a conversation where, like, you know, Frank feels a little pinprick against his against his throat, and, he's, Ooh, and he goes, uh, oh, like this knife, or maybe it's a thumbnail. You don't know because I'm the Invisible Man. <laughs>
0: you <know? laughs>
1: so you make this whole joke about. You know Marvin gets that he's, you know, unseeable and all this kind of invisible, right? Um, and then like the phone buzzes and it's it's the Wolf Man and the Wolf. And he, <laughs> wolf Man says, "Pick up toilet paper." <laughs> you know, mummy angry, losing leg, <laughs> like like all this stuff. But he's one hundred percent playing the straight man, right? right. So I had this in my head like mm. there was this whole thing where he goes like what you find out. Well not much, you know, because I was wearing this coat. I smell like a hobo. The second people heard smell me coming, they stopped talking about what they were talking about. You know, like that's What, what is it.
0: that smell? Well, this is crazy. It's yeah. like hobo. I was going to tell you about the secret <laughs> plans we have.
1: So, Vlad, look, we do this you smell that <laughs> <laughs> So I had this whole anyway, so like I love there's always it. gonna I love be something that. in which in which the invisible man messes up. Like he right. trips on something or, you know, he always lets himself get not
0: caught because he's invisible. No, he never gets caught. But I think I think that what's interesting about what what you're describing and what I'm starting to see as 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 Marvin's personality right. is that he has like the worst superiority complex. No, yeah. He's totally like he thinks he's the greatest. Yeah. So but he's so, really shitty at everything he does. Right. Yeah. So um the whole idea of the Invisible Man, and we talked about this before, was the idea that that when there's no repercussions because no one will ever see you do anything. yep, The freedom to right. do whatever you want. In in his case, he doesn't even need to do them anymore. He just lives off of the fact that he knows he can do them. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so things like, oh, I'm cold. I'm just going to take this hobo's jacket. Right? And then mm. he's like, oh, that kind of messed up my listening in to these guys which is the whole reason that we're here but I don't care because no.
1: like nothing what's, to what, him matters because what's it going to matter
0: yeah what's it gonna matter yeah. because I can just do whatever I want whenever I want it no repercussions yeah perfect right? I love it that right. so that's
1: so that, that's where I, that's where I really turned around in terms of in terms of the black creek okay. uh the, the black creek idea and i I do think that it now works and in, in my mind it works as a an, a, a dramedy singular, you know yeah. it works as a singular yeah. entity I think I think you can actually create it as a sequential episodic you know he, he does get further and further along like he really does he solves shit you know as he goes right but his foils are his friends yes and and yeah. and he's like just wolfman why are you show sure? yeah. up <laughs> you know yeah. like oh hey yeah <laughs> I always think of, hey
0: buddy Wolfman is just the total party animal. Party animal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So just going back to the um, the, the Frank's voice. Um, sure. So I, I had never seen it that way. I'd always oh. pictured him as being the more true to Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, where he gets fairly intelligent towards the end. Sure. I don't think he's not intelligent.
1: I think it's just a matter of, like, right. the tongue is not picked yeah. up correctly or something. And I
0: think, I like it. It's, I'm, I'm starting to think more along the lines of... Um, like the Hulk right but maybe leaning a little bit more towards Hellboy
1: okay sure, so sure that
0: so that it is a little bit like because he has to be the straight man so for him to have goofy speak it's you're right you're we, right I think we should do it I think it's great mm-hmm. I think it's just something that would need to be tempered so that it doesn't seem goofy like he, he yes like he loses some pronouns right okay yeah I can get with that right No, yeah, totally so that it's that it's 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 just
1: keeping him in the realm of I'm the straight man. But he's now- still I mean, here's the problem is is like if, if if he if the only thing that makes him stand out as being a monster is that he looks like a monster, mm-hmm. but everything else about him, he's just a dude. That's where I got that's where I'm kind of having the issue. You know what I mean? Like right. everybody is visibly like 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 the, the, the wolf man, for instance, will consistently get distracted. By shiny lights and <laughs> balls going across the street and like squirrels yeah. and stuff. Cars. Cars, like, yeah. they, he's the worst on a stakeout. Yeah. Because he just consistently jumps out the door to yeah. like chase a car down. Yeah. You know, he's like, no, we follow car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't chase car. Yeah. You know, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. And it's like, I can't help it, man. Look, look, look at the car. It's amazing. Yeah. It's red, red, shiny silver bumper. Yeah. No, stay back. I'm going to catch it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Don't catch a car. Chase. No, no. Anyways, so that sort of thing. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> whether or not that that works, I don't know. But like, it needed in my head. It was like he needed to actually have some manner of th- the mannerisms had to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, that the, the you would when you look at the old um, who's the old actor that did uh, Boris Karloff. Boris Karloff. Yeah. But it, he wasn't like a. I have a moment. No. In which no. No. Was and a he was an Asian You know. Yeah. Like, he didn't speak. As yeah. far as I know, he didn't speak at all. But then Rob De Niro played. Uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, and he was like, why did you give me
0: intelligence only to take away my will? Yeah, like, You know, like, I, I think there could be a blend, like a mix between the I two. I agree. I think, and that's sort of the thing that I always wanted to play with, was this idea that you have the Universal Pictures Frankenstein, mm-hmm. and then you have the Mary Shelley's Intelligent Frankenstein. Right. And I almost felt like, what if you took, what if that's what he was like 100%, like mm-hmm. the the Universal Pictures Frankenstein, when he was growing up and living in Black Creek and he
1: slowly evolved and he yeah
0: he's like I don't want to be this guy I I want to be better right and I think that's the whole point is that he's moved away from Black Creek because he's been bettering himself right whereas everyone else has been is stuck in the exact they're just not trying anything yeah um but there is one other character I'm going to bring up another character that I want to introduce who is also more part of the um the drama in the comedy, mm. and it's um, the the character of the, the little girl who befriends Frankenstein. I think her name was but Ma- she grew up Maria. Yes. Okay, okay. Go ahead. I'm so listening. I I thought she could have some kind of position of authority, whether it's like a, a like a vet or doctor or or, or the captain.
1: Let's She's just, the one that that calls him in and goes oh, like Frank. By the oh, way, like the sheriff. Like, I'm the pe- no, I'm the captain of the police force. Police force yeah. Yeah, the chief police. Okay. Like, here's the thing. So, so in a lot of cases, these these monsters have been around forever. You know what I right. mean? Like like for Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, like he would have been around for yeah. She, that girl would be dead. Right. So unless you're creating a situation in which he was created, and she befriended him, and he was only he's only been around for thirty years. Like that little girl. Would yeah, be that's dead. I'm, I'm thinking
0: it. I'm thinking so, like he's he left, maybe 20 years ago. Right, has come
1: back. Okay, so but he's been around for a long time. Like a lot of these monsters, like it's the same thing with the, the Invisible Man, the same thing with the the Wolf Man. They, they're they're just they're people with afflictions. You know what right. I mean? So they would die. Like they, right, they have right. a lifespan. Yeah. So they would need 20 years. Makes sense. So I yeah. I had in my head like these things have been around forever, but really the only long living ones are.
0: Dracula, Dracula and the mummy. And the mummy and Frankenstein. Well, not Frankenstein. No, oh, no, I guess not Frankenstein. Not yeah.
1: Frankenstein. He's just a person, but he's got like, maybe he's got well, pretty there's much a bunch a long of people. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the whole world. So, I, uh, yeah, you're right. 20 years makes more sense than in my head, like he'd been around for a really long time. Right. And, and because even his creator would only be a human as well. Right. So, so he would age. So he would age as yeah. well. So, like, oh, he's in his dotage and he's been kidnapped. Right. Why? Well, to repeat the process. You know, that sort of mm. whatever it is. Was that Batman? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got a guttural voice once I've had a couple of drinks. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but so um, I like that. I like the idea of, of Maria being. Oh, the, she has a name. I think her name is Maria. I oh, think it was Maria. Crap. That's I'm amazing. guessing.
1: Um, You're guessing, but I think I'm it's an intelligent sure. guess. You're yeah, pretty, I'm pretty right. Sure it was Let's clear. just say yes. Okay. I've, I've named the Invisible Man Marv.
0: Yeah. And if his name is actually Marvin, that would be amazing. It is 100% not okay. Marv. <laughs> In, at all. That's a made-up name. Okay. Marvin is a is made-up name?
1: In context of this, yes. Okay. Yeah,
0: no. So we don't have to apologize to all the real Marvins out there? Nuh-uh. Okay.
1: Here's the other thing about about the Universal Monsters is, uh, do we actually owe Universal to to write anything about Frankenstein and the mummy and whatnot. Do you think DreamWorks had to like Hotel Transylvania, they said to Universal, like, look, we're going to pay. But they don't, do they own those guys? I mean, like there's a copyright length in terms of. right. uh, So so do we actually have to say like the Universal monster? We're just going to say monsters. Right. Frankenstein's monster. We don't owe Universal money. This is where having an IP lawyer <laughs> would be helpful. This would be very helpful, yes. So listen, <laughs> brings like, us back to Marvin the Martian.
0: <laughs> Have you called them the Universal Monsters on your podcast? A mm, couple times. <laughs> <laughs> then you're screwed. <laughs> Uh, and then he just like puts closes up his his suitcase or a briefcase. Uh, like, and, yeah.
1: two-sided. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just walks out. Like a, his giant binder closes. He, and he Mary Poppins out,
0: out. <laughs> and now we're gonna get sued by by Disney for talking about Mary Poppins.
1: We'll see you in court. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure where that came from, but you know. Anyways, okay. I really like this. This to me is where where you can take this show. Yeah. And I, I, the worst part is, it's where you were taking the show before I decided it was going to be two shows. Yes. <laughs> but I did, but uh, I threw a wrench into it.
0: Right. I th- my feeling is that we, we still p- pushed, um, the show further mm-hmm. than where it was because uh, I mean, it's still gotten past that initial concept of just it's, it's, yeah. Like, uh, because I was always always saying that that Wolfman and Creature were just these like petty thieves, and now they're oh, they're yeah. just Forgot about that. <laughs> they, I think they still do that stuff. I think they still are sort of like shady on what side of the law they're on. Right. But they're just like kind of idiots,
1: sort of like Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. You know, yeah. Where exactly. Heroes with a heart or villains with a heart, heart of, gold. of gold. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I and I and I think that if we we've now established that we've got the Invisible Man, who is who is a character that you brought into this.
1: No, he was already there, he, uh, just, in I our I first discussion. Him. No, I know in our first. Ah, discussion. I didn't see him. I like that. <laughs> That's very clever. But you,
0: I think you mentioned him for the first time. Something about him constantly being oh. on the toilet.
1: Oh right, ocupado, That's right. ocupado. <laughs>
0: Worse, I was always just thinking about Creature and and, and right. Wolfman. But anyway, yeah. so I think the point is that, uh, so we've got these these trio of, of of miscreants who are a bit bumbling. Wow, miscreants. Look you. At like you. that? Oh, yeah. No, I um, <laughs> but I think starting to develop out uh, a, a smaller yet more um, focused on drama mm. cast of characters is helpful. Yeah. Because totally. I think that it would almost, unlike what you said where it's like shifting uh, Shows it's yeah. scenes, right? It depends on who's in the scene, what kind of tone you're following, mm-hmm. right? So you could you could go for like the scene in the car where there is some sort of drama, mm-hmm. and even before Marv shows up in the car, you could have Frank, you know, having just had some sort of um recollection of, of something, like we sure, got, like you know, it's a flash establishing scene. Scene. Yeah. shot, yeah, yeah. and then thing. it's just back yeah. to him, he, like he wakes up in the car, he's like. Phew. You know, right. Eyes open, and and then he's he's it's pretty shit at stakeouts. If he
1: falls asleep in the car, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs>
0: it's it's a little bit less of a stakeout and more of a okay, invisible well, man. I'm I'm break. your drive. You just gotta You're, go in you there. Just show up. Oh yeah, oh, yeah okay. Right?
1: Oh look at you. See even even that. That's yeah. that's so much better than he's on a stakeout. Yeah. He just dropped them off to go hunt down a you know a lead.
0: Yeah, and he's just like I'm just gonna stay parked up here and and I'll make sure no one else drives up.
1: Damn, I got a cold. You know, what? Oh, I got, got a cold. cold, so that's why yeah. I got cold, so that's why I took that yeah. coat. Love coat and car. stinks. He's like, okay, well, I'm going now. Still, Still here. Car. Yeah. <laughs> why do you know? Coat. Coat. <laughs> can, can, can smell. Smelly. Yeah.
0: You stink. Go. <laughs>
1: Get out. Stop touching my neck.
0: <laughs> I feel like creature. <laughs> creature needs to be constantly kept and people are going to hate this word moist
1: oh god i don't mind moist yeah i don't mind moist i use it as a as a weapon
0: do you know how you do you know how you can get over this people do this do you know how you do you know how you get over the word moist Mm,
1: mm, no use the word instead of cake moist cake
0: as soon as someone says "mo," i just start thinking cake yeah. And
1: then I'm never bothered me. Moist. Moist. I'm never.
0: seeing I'm seeing Sarah Lee cakes. To
1: anybody listening that does have a problem with the word moist, have you thought about cake recently? Because <laughs> I think that's gonna solve your problems. Moist. Mm, moist. Don't use that voice. <laughs> mm. Moist. <laughs> that's that's the one that leads people to think of an entirely different thing than cake. Cake. Right? A little bit. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, well, I think that's great. Uh, <laughs> that, that possibly will end up cutting room floor, but, you know, or not, whatever. It's only been 25 minutes or so.
0: Sorry, did you want me to record this?
1: <laughs> Jeff <Just> bored.
0: <laughs> that's my bad. Should I have been recording? That's a good rehearsal.
1: And cut. So I am, I am Hugh Elliott. And I am Stefan Grambart. And this has been a recap episode of Black Creek for Can't Sell This.
0: This episode of Can't Sell This was produced in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. All creative content contained in this episode is copyright Stefan Grambart and Hugh Elliott. Intro voice by Jeff Wright, recording engineer at Studio 306. Intro music track is Energy by Not Of from their 2015 album Peak. Questions or comments can be sent to admin at can't sell Any other information can be found at can't sell